0: Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor hey it's rick from upstairs yeah i take it seriously when i play r&b at one in the morning that's me saying hey i'm here for you and i enjoy repetitive baselines i only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors nice right yeah upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles give them something else to focus on Ooh, want to see how high i can jump progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor no wait let me try again but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers bundle discount not available in all states or situations
1: welcome to the new episode of the inside line f1 podcast we just want to say sorry for missing the past few episodes
0: We were actually busy advising the FIA on the new qualifying format.
1: (laughs) But I don't think, Kunal, we advised the FOM, did we? It (laughs) now seems that the FOM won't be ready with the software to monitor the new format till Spain.
0: (laughs) It's a curious case of the left hand not knowing what the right hand is up to.
1: Kunal, I have one more management quote for you. Don't fix it if it ain't broken.
0: (laughs) I don't think the world's best management courts apply to possibly the world's worst managed sport.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about the new qualifying format change. Chaos-inducing or do you actually see any merit in it?
0: Chaos-inducing. <laughs> Absolutely. They are claiming that they did this to mix up starting positions for Sunday. The inspiration behind this change is, of course, the back of the grid to the podium drives in the last few years.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but I'm just glad they're not picking starting positions via a lucky draw.
0: (laughs) But, you know, maybe and just maybe, that seems far less complicated than the new proposed format. But then again, what is Formula 1 minus its forced complexity?
1: And from what we understand... The sport is pretty much about cars going racing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's assume that qualifying will get more exciting, which is actually good advertisement for the sport on Saturday to encourage tune-ins on Sunday. But when people do tune-in on the Sunday, we offer them a product that relies on artificial means to spice up the action. We have DRS, Pirelli tires, and sometimes even the Mercedes pit wall.
1: Mark my words, Saturdays will only get better. I think the next time I go watch a race, I will only buy Saturday tickets. (laughs) The fun certainly seems to be on Saturday, let's admit it.
0: I really wish Bernie doesn't tune into this week's episode. Else he will sell Saturday-only tickets at a premium.
1: (laughs) And to support this claim, we already have a pole position trophy.
0: (laughs) You know, Mithila, we are acting like Bernie Ecclestone now. We are bashing up the very sport that gives us all the love and listens, (laughs) but hasn't given us any of the money.
1: (laughs) Well, drivers also spoke about needing to lose more weight. Again.
0: I think they are taking their Amber Lounge appearances way too seriously.
1: (laughs) Moving on to the new car launches. Thank God we have normal looking cars. No anteaters and other cars inspired by strange adult toys.
0: (laughs) But my favorite car name is Haas's Formula 1 car. They've called it the VF16. And I really hope it's an inspiration from the famous American fighter. But of course, the team would be hoping that their car is as deadly on track as the fighter plane it is named after.
1: (laughs) Renault's 2016 car is delayed. Maybe they're already feeling Maldonado's loss. <laughs> I mean, his money, of course.
0: <laughs> we also missed Bernie talking down on Formula One again. This time, he said that he wouldn't spend on his family to watch the sport. It is so silly that it comes from the CEO of the sport. You know, if there is one man who can make changes, it is him. And also, if there is one man who isn't doing his job, It is him.
1: I thought the one man not doing his job was Kimi Raikkonen.
0: (laughs) That coming from a Raikkonen fan? I almost thought you'd say that the one man not doing his job is Nico Rosberg.
1: Well, 2016 will be our third season of waiting to see whether Rosberg can challenge Hamilton.
0: And Lewis Hamilton's father, Anthony, believes that his son can dominate Formula 1 for 10 years. I think he's forgetting who is dominating Formula 1 at the moment. It is Mercedes first and then Lewis Hamilton. And Mithila, if history teaches us a lesson, Mm -hmm. it is that soon we will see rule changes just to slow Mercedes down. It has happened to Ferrari in the past and Red Bull as well.
1: What if Formula 1 loses Lewis to music Though, Did Anthony not think of that?
0: (laughs) Or he could even be a Hollywood actor. Given the millions he's raked in, he can possibly become a pay actor. You know, an actor who produces his own movies.
1: <laughs> well said. In other news, Tag Hoyer moving to Red Bull, Sir Cassio moving to Toro Rosso. The sister teams are now exchanging more than just technology and drivers, after all. <laughs> and McLaren bagged Richard Mill, who were formerly with Lotus.
0: I can only feel for McLaren. From a third-grade engine... They are now signing up third grade sponsors.
1: Well, at least they have sponsors. (laughs) Enough of the fun and jokes. Now, let's get a little serious. Kunal, it's time to talk about the first pre-season test. Tell me, what is the metric to measure whether a test has been good or not?
0: Let me be honest. There isn't a straightforward metric at all. There are only assumptions based on permutations and combinations when you compare lap times between different drivers and different teams. So you have to take into account the tire compound used. For example, the ultra soft is possibly a second quicker than the soft. Then there's a fuel load, which is always an assumption because teams never reveal what fuel loads their drivers were carrying. And the one other crucial element which gets missed a lot of times is the time of the day when the driver set his lap time, you know. Tracks tend to behave differently in different sessions depending on track temperature, wind direction, speed, etc.
1: If only it was as simple as you make it sound. (laughs) I think it is best to just take testing times with a pinch of salt.
0: Absolutely. We've
1: seen how teams are tempted to put in that one blazing PR lap time.
0: (laughs) And as boring as testing may sound, I absolutely love it teams end up pushing their boundaries, even more so in tests. And what I really love is those cool aero rakes, you know, very cool very looking cool. gadgets, which I'm going to make sure is a profile picture for this episode that they attach to the cars.
1: I'm not sure how many other sports have so much interest generated in pre-season testing or practice, as one might call it in the world of sport. There's live broadcast, media coverage, tweeting... It's almost like a Grand Prix weekend, <laughs> Kunal.
0: And there is a pre-season episode of the Inside Line Formula 1 Yay, podcast bring it as well. on.
1: <laughs> And for all the F1 naysayers, I am not sure how many sports have teams practicing against each other. By that, we mean seriously practicing.
0: So here's our sign of times to come from the first pre-season test.
1: Drum roll! Firstly, something that will make us very happy in the time to come. Cars seem louder than last season. We've spoken before about how engine sounds are to F1 as the squeaking of shoes is to the NBA.
0: Oh, yes. We've not done the math, but it seems that McLaren did the least number of laps in testing. In fact, on the last day, Alonso drove only three laps due to a minor issue. I wonder what would have happened. If they had a major issue, (laughs) maybe they'd have skipped a few races.
1: I think McLaren's major issue will be when Alonso wants to leave.
0: (laughs) And of course, Alonso predicted that McLaren could have the best chassis by Spain. I think he forgets that this era is also about having the best engine. And I don't know whatever happened to the pre-season hype about Honda finding some 220 extra horsepower.
1: There's this whole deja vu going on, Kunal. So if you remember, Alonso had said in 2015 that McLaren needed to make up five seconds by Spain, basically the fifth race on the calendar, to be eligible for the podium. I think he meant fifth race of 2016, or maybe that also seems <laughs> ambitious now.
0: So, McLaren don't seem to be going anywhere is what it seems like at the moment.
1: Kevin Magnuson, 153 laps of testing. He's really making up for lost time. <laughs> he claims that McLaren didn't help him get the Renault drive. And shouldn't he be glad about that? He's in a car that's already faster than McLaren. <laughs> Sweet revenge.
0: <laughs> and... Romain Grosjean, the new Haas, is very good to drive, is what he said. I think he should just be glad that he's got a drive. But guess what? He's also got the same problem as us. He cannot use copyrighted Formula 1 footage on his <laughs> channels. But the most interesting thing about Haas's debut, and I don't know if it's an ominous start for them for the season, but on the first day, on the 13th lap, their front wing just fell off.
1: Ooh, Harianto also had a fairly ominous start. He went off twice. Will we miss Maldonado? <laughs> I don't know. We wonder.
0: Maybe if you were to see the context, Rio Haryanto is possibly the new pastor Maldonado. Haryanto has the government backing from Indonesia. And if you remember, Maldonado had government backing from Venezuela.
1: We wonder though if Maldonado looked pretty, would he have been retained too? Case in point, of course,
0: Tom and Jordan. <laughs> and lastly, reigning world champions Mercedes did a staggering 675 laps in the first test. That's nearly 10 race distances with almost no reported glitch. The nearest was Toro Rosso with almost 200 laps less. This is the sign of times to come, Mithila. Wow. And Ferrari, on their hand, are thinking of bringing Alfa Romeo to Formula One to beat Mercedes. You know, that is Mercedes's current might.
1: Vettel and Raikkonen have been topping timing sheets. Does this mean anything at all?
0: It means that when Mercedes aren't topping the sheets, Ferrari most definitely will. The bigger sign of times to come, though, is what has been an indication from Alan Prost, the former four times world champion is sticking to his role as the head of Renault's Formula E team. And he won't be moving to the much more glamorous and illustrious F1 operations. You know, his son races in Formula E 2 Okay. I really wonder if this is a hint of the future.
1: Here's another hint for the future. So our long-standing wish to see a Russia versus USA in Formula 1. Kunal, it might finally come true. Vitaly Petrov, who was Russia's first-ever Formula 1 driver, he could look to start a Russian Formula 1 team too. And as we know, he already runs a WEC team.
0: I am just surprised that Vladimir Putin hasn't staked his claim to the racing seat already.
1: (laughs) Or maybe he has. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, recognizing drivers might get only more complex in 2016. We have new drivers on the grid and new helmet designs to remember wow i think the only thing that's simple about formula 1 is tuning into the inside line f1 <laughs> podcast
0: <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this week we missed you in the last couple of weeks we are now available on audio boom as well and of course there's itunes there's soundcloud there's youtube there's facebook there's google plus and everywhere else on the internet And with your support, we really hope that someday you will find us in the paddock of a Formula One Grand Prix. Thank you very much, and see you next week. Good afternoon. Would
1: you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie?
0: Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm, yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.